Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. What is going on, Blended family and friends? I hope you guys have been well. Just an update. Our recent move that I mentioned in the last episode, it's been successful in that we have all of our things in this new location. Now it's just about unpacking and that's terrible. It's just another terrible thing. It's great that we have this place. There are so many perks. There are a few challenges, but you know what? It's moving. And we're getting through it. We're surviving. We're holding on to that sanity. And as far as being 32 years old is concerned, right now I'm thicker than a snicker. I've always wanted to be over 200 pounds. I had a little bit of a weight complex when I was younger. I'm there and I am not leaving there. <laughs> I'm not going down. I'm not descending outside of being super intentional with my eating habits. I was warned long ago that this was a thing. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it, but I'm here to tell you that it's real. It's real, people. Watch out. But let's get back to relationships, specifically how we can determine whether our previous relationships were a success or a failure. And as simple as I may have put that, this is an extremely complex thing. It is so subjective. All experiences are not equal. Like this is something to be determined over time with the ability to assess. But the important thing is this becomes a tool that allows us to be better, better people, as an individual within and of ourselves. It allows for those of us that have children to be better parents. We are a better employee and we can be a better partner or have a more improved filter. So the next person that we invite into our lives will be vetted thoroughly and only the right one, the one will get through, not just anybody, but the right person is the one that we'll be in a relationship with. And while I may have a strong opinion on the matter, some personal experience, and I've connected with people that have similar experiences and I've recognized some trends in their relationships and their history, this is an opinion. So I want you to take from this episode what you can assessing your history and putting a label on it as simple as success or failure is not what I'm aiming for, but I do want to provide some tools and a little bit of an outline for us to be better ultimately. So again, take from it what you will. Good stuff, in my opinion, nonetheless. So today, while there will be much emphasis on the person of interest, our significant other, I want to address all aspects of relationship. We do relationship with our family, with friends, the relationship that we have with the workplace and the people within it, even the relationship that we have 
or some of you guys have with your animals. For some of you, it's creepy, but you know, I can respect, I can, I can respect the love that's there. But these relationships are all encompassing and they have an impact on us. And therefore they, whether directly or indirectly impact or affect the way that we do relationships. And as we get going, I thought it would be important to point out the fact that in the Bible, it literally says that it is not good that man should be alone. So when it comes to relationships, this is not just something that we yearn for. It is a necessity. Relationships being intimately connected with other people is absolutely essential. And depending on what our upbringing was, our life experience, whatever that consisted of, our drives, as well as our understanding of relationships may be different. What we want from relationships may be different, but there is still the underlying factor that applies to us all as far as the necessity for relationship. And sure, maybe Adam was tripping. And God was like, yo, you need some help, dude. <laughs> Maybe he was getting real creative with the names of the animals and just getting out of pocket. Or maybe God was just like, hey, dude, like you're talking to me way too much. Like you need someone else to speak to because I'm about to smite you. <laughs> I'm joking. I am joking. But either way, it was more than apparent that relationship was necessary. And this was in the very front of the Bible and books tend to open up with some very important facts that we need to be mindful of as you proceed throughout the reading. And this was right in the beginning. And again, this not only applies to him, this applies to us as well, the necessity for relationship. And if you're listening to this, you are without a doubt of age and therefore you have experienced plenty of relationship and we've both succeeded and we have failed in relationship. And I know both are fairly subjective as far as whether we can define a relationship as a success or a failure, but I think it's possible. I think it really depends on what the expectations were. So both parties, if there are two people involved, are communicating what the expectation is, what the desire is. And I know oftentimes I'm talking about, hey, be clear and all that stuff. And it's important. It's very important. And in a perfect world, we'd be able to lay out those expectations in front of someone and they will either take it or leave it because they can handle it or they cannot. But realistically, that's not always how it turns out. So expectations being communicated over time is also okay, but as long as they are communicated. But at the same time, when we consider our job and the fact that an expectation was clearly provided in black and white prior to us getting going, most likely. And at that point, we are well aware of what's expected of us. And at that point, we can also communicate our expectation of them, they likely say, you know, this person is going to be your go to. This is either the manager, the CEO, whatever the case, this is how they are going to operate. And that's how you are going to operate. So expectations are clearly communicated. And over time, 
Either both parties are holding up their end of the bargain or someone is slacking and we reassess and the relationship can either proceed or it cannot. And honestly, when we assume the position of maturity and we're just like, hey, this does not work for me, whether I've realized that what's required of me is outside of my ability or my skill set or the person that's over me in this work environment is just a terrible human being. I want to contact HR probably every other week. So I'm just going to go ahead and take my talents elsewhere. I would honestly consider that a success as far as your ability to take authority over your experience, how the relationship has gone where it looked like it was headed and you made a decision. And this very much translates over to the relationship that we may have with a significant other. For example, you're in a relationship with a person and you're just like, hey, your children being disrespectful. I cannot do that. When I pictured being in a marriage relationship, when I pictured what it meant to have a family, I didn't see my children cursing at me. I refuse to be a nacho parent, meaning not involved in your child's life. That's an important person to you. So therefore, I want them to be important to me. And that may sound ridiculous to you, but that is a real scenario for so many people in the blended family. So many step parents experience exactly that. And because they have such amazing hearts They believe they're convinced that departing from this situation would then make its outcome a failure. And that's not necessarily true. And it can be tricky to suggest that a relationship or its outcome was a failure because failures are so rich. We get so much or we're able to draw so much worth from those experiences that ultimately make us better. But I do think that before we are in a position to learn and grow from our outcomes, I do believe that what failure within a relationship may look like is either departing or throwing in the towel or quitting when things have gotten challenging or when we continue in a relationship knowing that we absolutely need to get out of there. We should have gotten out of there a long time ago, but we've stayed for reasons that we thought were real and legitimate. And they may have been real and legitimate, but more harm than good has been done as a result of just existing in this situation. And the most difficult part about being able to assess the situation and consider it a failure once it's all said and done or to know that we're in a situation that is failing, these things are all subjective. So when it comes to challenges and feeling discomfort and having our character tested or being overwhelmed with what's in front of us, like being able to decipher between a healthy challenge that is something that is necessary that I I need to go through or I'm going to go through in the situation, but it's going to make us better on the other side. That's one thing, the challenge of, yo, this is ridiculous. This is not something that I should be a part of. And it's one thing for your situation to not reflect 
all that the Disney movies had promised us. That's one thing. That's just not real. Honestly, they need to give us um, Jasmine and whatever the dude's name is in Aladdin. And we need to see their day to day because I know they were going at it. You know what I mean? This guy, commoner, princess. Hey, like they had problems. I believe they made it work. I believe their children were beautiful. Um, but I believe that they have problems. They stay, you know, they duped it out here and there. You know what I mean? And he would use one of those wishes to just get out of the house. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I can guarantee it. But that's one thing. But it's another thing when your situation is a nightmare and things have taken a strong left turn. And the idea of remaining in that relationship is just unreasonable. And then there's the concept of staying too long. How do you determine whether you stay, you're staying in a situation that you should no longer be in? I think you acquire tools and you try your best to put yourself in a position to know what's best. This shouldn't just be a gut feeling thing, especially if you're on the other side of marriage and a commitment with a family and children present. You do everything in your absolute power to make it work, but still, whether you've stayed too long, because I've heard of miraculous situations after extreme circumstance, whether infidelity or abuse or just separation and just confusion for a time coming back together stronger and having an amazing marriage relationship and a testimony to follow it, that is possible. So how to you decipher whether you stay too long or not, or you're staying too long. These things are very much subjective. It's not as easy as one, two, three, ABC. And this is exactly why those expectations upfront are so important. Like you want to be able to determine clearly whether this person works for you or not. This is not something that we can subject solely to our gut, a gut feeling or what the future could look like opposed to what it looks and feels like right now. And I've made the same mistake in previous relationships myself, but we just enter into it. We love the feeling. We convince ourselves that they're for us. We are for them. So what could go wrong? This is just going to continue to work out. However, we don't function in that same way when it comes to our jobs. So I don't think that we should function in that same way with our spouses or our significant other, because that is more important than the workplace, the person that we intend to spend the rest of our life or even a significant portion of our life with. And I feel like anything more than 30 days is a significant portion. I feel like we should have expectations in that arena relationally, just like we do in the workforce to some degree. So you can bring a relationship to an end that you hoped would last and still be able to consider the outcome a successful one. And I feel like there are some things that you can weigh in order to determine whether it lands on one end of being successful or the other. And I think that starts with the expectations that you created. Like how much time did you allow to pass before you address the fact that your expectations 
weren't being met, whether the expectation of being respectful, of being responsive, of treating if you have a child, your child appropriately, however this person was conducting themselves, how much time passed before you were willing and able to have a conversation about it? Like, was it soon after you started recognizing maybe they weren't totally full blown red flags, but did you call out some of those orange ones? Or did you wait until things were clearly disastrous before you lifted your voice and pointed some things out? Or you can also weigh your relationships. Do you still have your friendships, your healthy friendships intact? Are you still connected to your family and or a community? And you can also ask yourself, did you allow this person to trample over the values or the morals that you have or had in place prior to your relationship or were they just completely impeded upon? I feel like you can kind of weigh those few things. There's obviously more your bank account. Did you move countries, cities for this individual? There's so many things that you can weigh, but those are a few things that you can kind of help to help you to determine whether that outcome of separation was a successful one. And if you are still currently in a relationship and you feel as if you're doing well and you're succeeding, I think it's important to to figure out why. Why are we successful? I feel like we shouldn't be ignorant of our failure or our successes because we want to continue to build upon them. So what's working for us? Why is it working? How is it working? And how can we be doing even better? What's allowing us to succeed right now? And let's continue in that. We absolutely do not have to wait for failure, for trials, for discomfort or confusion to hit the pause button and just assess how things are going. It's actually really important that we do it when we are doing well, because that's when our mind is the clearest. And we're likely going to be more effective in that state. And while your relationship, whether previous or current, may not be a successful one, that doesn't necessarily mean it is a failure. You still want to go through this process of weighing those same areas to determine whether it's working out or not. So the previous relationship that you once had weigh those same areas as far as values, your morals, the state of your family, relationship, finances, things of that sort. I remember when I was 18 years old, I was young and very dumb, but I was failing within a relationship and I had no idea. Little did I know I was this kid that very much wanted to be invested in and I wanted to invest in someone. So I sacrificed much at the end of that relationship. Literally, the only way for me to define it is I felt as if I had less life force. Like it wasn't like I wasn't contemplating whether I wanted to live or not. I just felt like because of how much was given and because it wasn't supposed to be given, I just had so much less life force as a result. So I can look back and say, yo, that was a failure and I've learned much from it. And if you are in a relationship where struggle 
is present. There is discomfort. There is great challenge. You may feel like quitting, whether you are at the very beginning stages of a relationship or you are five, 10 years deep assessing expectations are still absolutely crucial. You would be surprised by how many relationships are existent without any or many expectations being communicated, just the most basic functioning ones. And that's just that that is not a recipe for success. So again, identifying some expectations and then getting as much help as possible, especially if children are present, having healthy influences and authority figures present within your life will only do you justice. And I'll tell you what, as hard and as difficult as it may be, the ability to identify or determine that your relationship that you're in is failing, that in itself is a success. Like you can work from there without having done this work, without assessing where you're at and where you want to be. It's likely that you won't have the tools and the fuel necessary to get you there. These can be some tough topics, but I hope that even the smallest fraction of what I addressed helps even a little bit. You guys are awesome. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in and please take a moment to hit me with that honest rate and review and then subscribe so you don't miss out on any of this blended goodness. It's going down again next Wednesday, but until then, do not settle for anything less than what's possible.